Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Improving reproduction rates is a goal in all species of livestock. Advances in the health of the animals has shown great advances over the last couple of decades. We now understand the role of nutrition and can utilize it to further improve reproduction efficiencies. Dr. Jason Russell from Zinpro grew up on a beef seed stock operation in southern Wisconsin. After earning his B.S. in animal science at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, he started his career in the feed industry in Wisconsin and Illinois. After a few years, he returned to school, earning his MS from the University of Missouri and his PhD from Iowa State University. He remains actively involved in the nutrition, marketing, and breeding decisions for his family's cattle operation. Dr. Russell, welcome aboard. Thank you. Glad to be here. Why is trace mineral nutrition important for reproduction? Well, John, good nutrition, and especially good trace mineral nutrition, are crucial for normal reproduction. There's literally hundreds of enzymes and other biological factors throughout the body that require trace minerals for function or molecular structure, and many of these are involved in reproduction. Uh, a good example is in humans. Medical doctors often advise women to begin taking a mineral and vitamin supplement if they are considering pregnancy. That advice is targeted toward proper reproductive function, and proper fetal development. And obviously the same advice is true for our livestock as well. That's like I, did, uh, I heard in Ireland doctors uh, prescribe Guinness for pregnant women because of all the iron in it. Really? Yeah, yeah. And kids apparently come out, a lot of hair, fingernails fully formed. and Interesting. You might want to try that with the livestock. Be worth a try. Sure. <laughs> Segregate a couple of sows and feed them Guinness, see what happens. They'll probably, <laughs> they'll probably start dancing and doing Irish minstrel shows. What if a producer doesn't supplement trace minerals to their livestock? Well, John, the first thing we worry about is deficiency. Of course, livestock get some minerals from the primary feedstuffs they digest, like forages and grains, but the concentrations and the availability of minerals and feedstuffs are variable and often poor. So as a result, livestock may not be completely depleted of mineral nutrition, but they're likely not optimal for mineral status. There's a hierarchy within the body in which nutritional needs of general functions like maintenance and growth get priority over functions like reproduction. So as a result, an animal, like a two- to three-year-old cow may still be growing as planned, 
but reproductive needs are suffering nutritionally when nutrients like trace minerals are not sufficient to satisfy all requirements. Okay, well, what is the reproductive result of inadequate trace mineral nutrition? So there's a variety of negative results when trace mineral nutrition is not optimal. Generally speaking, producers may encounter poor conception rates, poor pregnancy rates, or poor weaning rates. And in poultry, for example, they observe lower egg-laying rates along the, same, along the same line. Since deficiency can take time to develop, or animals may be only slightly deficient over a long period of time, producers may not even realize their livestock are underperforming, as that level of performance may be observed several years in a row. Contributing to those results are the underlying issues that result from trace mineral deficiency. So, John, trace mineral deficiencies can lead to silent estrus, prolonged days between pregnancies, poor embryonic survival, and even improper fetal development. Some previous mineral research has shown improper chick development when hens were mineral deficient, and in cattle, research has shown that cows deficient in manganese had poor reproductive performance, and when they were bred, the calves that they produced were dwarfed and had malformed skeletal structure. So mineral obviously plays a pretty big role in terms of that field development, all the way from cellular growth all the way to skeletal development. Have you ever seen a two-headed chicken? I haven't. I've seen a two-headed calf. Oh, no kidding. Do they know what would have caused that? Oftentimes, my understanding of it is that there can be some improper uh, splitting of, uh, of, of embryos. The, of or, the embryo, or, yeah. Yeah, or almost a, a splitting that nearly causes twins, but instead you get two animals essentially forming while still still together. Does that have anything to do with the minerals and everything that they're fed or not fed? You know, I think it's rare enough that we're not entirely sure what causes it. Ah. You mentioned embryonic survival. Can producers track reproduction down to the detail of embryo development? Yeah, they can, and it's pretty interesting. So as much as 70% of total pregnancy loss may occur in the first month and a half after fertilization in cattle, for example. So think about that for a second. The vast majority of reproductive failure and loss of pregnancy occurs in just the first several weeks of a 40-week pregnancy. So producers have been able to detect pregnancy using ultrasound for decades, but researchers have developed means now of detecting pregnancy in just the first few weeks using a small blood or milk sample. These days, we can collect unfertilized oocytes from a dam. We can then fertilize those oocytes, develop them for a week, and this is known as in vitro fertilization, similar as we do in fertility clinics for humans. And then ultimately, we implant those fertilized embryos into a surrogate dam. So not only does that allow producers to generate more progeny from superior sires and dams, but it also allows us on the research side to observe embryonic development within the first several days after fertilization. Hmm. What can a livestock producer do to improve reproductive performance and decrease that embryonic loss? Well, from a management standpoint, low-stress handling and a low-stress environment will improve reproductive results. Previous research has even identified crucial periods of time after fertilization when, say, we should avoid transporting cows early in pregnancy, periods that we should just avoid because that embryo is still going to be implanting uh, within her reproductive tract. 
Uh, we also need our breeding animals to be in appropriate body condition. If a dam is overly fat or under condition, her reproductive performance will not be optimal. And besides body condition, overall nutrition, of course, needs to be optimized. You know, as we were discussing earlier, that does include trace mineral nutrition. So, I mean, if we consider the crucial roles that trace minerals play throughout the animal, John, it should come as no surprise that improving trace mineral nutrition can have big impacts on reproductive success. One good example, earlier I mentioned uh, early embryonic loss and in vitro fertilization. The University of Tennessee actually just recently published some research comparing supplements. They were uh, comparing supplements that contained either typical inorganic minerals or Zinpro Avela Plus minerals. So these cows were grazing fescue pasture and raising their calves throughout the study. And after the cows had spent 97 days consuming their assigned supplements, the researchers collected the unfertilized oocytes. So as I mentioned earlier, those oocytes were evaluated, then they're fertilized, and then they're incubated. Ultimately, in this study, they also evaluated those embryos after they developed for about a week. And what they found was that cows consuming the Avela Plus supplement generated more high-quality oocytes and ultimately more high-quality embryos. And so what this research effectively does is demonstrate that improving trace mineral nutrition improves early embryonic development, and it even has beneficial impacts before fertilization, since we also saw an improvement in that oocyte hmm. quality, that unfertilized egg quality. That's something. Well, it's actually kind of cool. South Dakota State University just presented some research, even more recently, in which Zenpro minerals were fed to heifers. These heifers, during their first breeding season, there was a greater embryo survival from day 17 to day 60 after fertilization, again, if they were fed Zenpro minerals. So if you're keeping track, there's data showing Zenpro avail minerals improve embryo development from fertilization to about day 8, and there's other data showing greater embryonic survival from day 17 to day 60 after fertilization. So to me, it's pretty interesting stuff, and it starts to paint a pretty clear picture about the importance of trace mineral nutrition in that early embryonic development and survival. Hmm. You know, speaking of heifers, I got a cousin. Oh, never mind. Well, what about other species besides cattle? Sure. So that embryo survival data is pretty cool, and obviously that helps us understand why we have consistently seen increases in conception rate and pregnancy rate in you know, dairy and beef cattle when Zinpro minerals were fed. But the reproductive impacts of improved trace mineral nutrition are definitely evident across species. In swine, for example, researchers consistently report more piglets born alive and less stillborns when sows are fed Zinpro's Avela sow mineral blend. And they also report decreases in wean to estrus periods in sows. And that's consistent with the decreased days open that we've observed in cattle fed Zinpro minerals. So that indicates that regardless of species, when trace mineral nutrition fed to the dam is improved, she is better able to recover after pregnancy and after that birthing process. So earlier we were discussing embryonic development. And if we look at poultry, we can explore some really interesting impacts of trace mineral nutrition on chick development in that egg. Uh, there was a study done in Brazil, the university, and there researchers reported improvements in bone development in chicks prior to hatching when the hens were fed a blend of Zenpro Avela minerals for several weeks prior to laying. And that same university also reported improvements in egg fertility and hatchability in a separate study when hens were fed Zenpro Avela minerals for 27 weeks. Obviously, offspring survival is key. 
And it's important mm. after birth or hatching as well. So it's not just embryo development. It's also how well did those offspring survive post-birth? Well, in a University of Wyoming study, lamb weaning percent tended to increase when ewes were fed Zinpro minerals. And similarly, in a chicken study, broiler chick livability after hatching was improved when hens were fed a combination of Zinpro veil minerals for 16 weeks. All of that is to say, we see improvements in reproduction across livestock species by improving trace mineral nutrition with Zinpro minerals. And that applies to whether we're looking at reproductive performance of the dam, early embryonic development, percent born, and even in offspring survival after birth or hatching. Well, you, you sure covered a lot there. You, you, uh, you, you really earned your PhD, didn't you? It's a few years stuck in a lab. <laughs> oh, well, it, it also stuck with you. Is there anything we haven't mentioned? So, John, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the other half of the equation. And that would be the impacts of trace mineral nutrition in males. So I know I've talked a lot today about about a lot, so I'll keep it brief. Uh, a study in Montana reported young bulls reached puberty earlier when Zinpro Avela 4 was included in their diets. Similarly, the University of Arkansas found that bulls fed Zinpro Avela 4 better maintained sperm motility during heat stress times of the year. And in another study, uh, some work done at the University of the Philippines, they actually reported greater sperm motility in boars fed Zinpro Avela Zinc. Mm. So it's not just that aspect, though. Every bit as important for reproduction certainly is the feet and leg structure to help support the breeding process in these males. And Zinpro minerals may be best known for the beneficial impact that they have on decreasing lameness, and that's by improving foot and hoof health when included in the diets. I feel like I should be taking it. Reproduction drives profitability and is key to keeping operations successful. Improving reproduction rates is a goal in all species of livestock. Good nutrition and especially good trace mineral nutrition are crucial for normal reproduction. I'd like to thank Dr. Russell from Zinpro for joining us today, and I encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.